0: This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats Podcast. Life Beats. Life Beats with Sally Musa. Only on Pulse 95. Brought to you by Albight Resort, a renovation of style in the heart of Sharjah.
1: Assalamu alaikum, hallo, and welcome to Life Beats with me, Sally Musa. Now, when it comes to winning prestigious design awards, it seems more often than not we do find American University of Sharjah students at the top, and this year's Christo and Jean Claude Award is no exception. We are about to meet this year's three winners from AUS who have created the winning art installation based on the traditional Emirati dance, Al Ayala. Falwa Al-Huti Ibrahim Abdul Latif and Amr Al-Rai tell us how they did it next on Beats on Pulse 95.
0: This is Pulse 95.
2: 95.
0: Keeping it local. Keeping it local. All day, every day. Pulse 95. Heart of Life Beats Life Beats With Sally Musa Only on Pulse 95. 95
1: Under the patronage of Sheikha Shamsa Bint Hamdan al Hayyan, NYU Abu Dhabi in partnership with Abu Dhabi Music and Arts Foundation have announced the American University of Sharjah students Falwa al Ibrahim Abdul Latif and Omar al-Rai as the winners of the seventh edition of the Christo and Jean-Claude Award 2019. Their winning submission Silla, an Arabic term that translates to link or connection, is going to be unveiled at NYU Abu Dhabi in November and then tour other locations around the UAE. The winners have been awarded $10,000 to complete their installation and are going to be working closely with the museum professionals from NYU Abu Dhabi Art Gallery and their mentor, assistant professor of architecture at AUS 1.0. Is it Juan Roldán Martín? Did I say it right?
3: Juan, yeah.
1: Thank you. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you. said it really. Wow. <laughs> thank you, Omar. Omar, Falwa, and Ibrahim. Welcome.
3: Thank you. Thank okay. you very much for having us. So
1: great to have you with us here in the studio. First of all, mabruk.
3: Thank you. Alf thank mabruk. Allah <coughs> barik you. Thank you.
1: Congratulations. This is amazing. Okay, so first of all, you know, for those who don't know very much about the Cristo and Jean Claude Award, tell us a bit more about it and why this is such a big deal.
3: So actually, uh, this award is like a, one of the many prestigious awards that are given to students uh, in the UAE. So I would say it's actually the hi- one of the highest, right? Yeah. So uh, other than that, it's, uh, it's Crystal and John Cloud. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> like uh, his work is uh, world-renowned work everywhere. You can see from uh, London to Italy, the bridge that they created, uh, between the islands and I hope and next year he's going to be unveiling his new work in Paris so uh, it's amazing yeah he's already
1: worked in Paris you know uh, covered the bridge as well with for those who don't know uh, Christo and Jean-Claude it's interesting because you know I uh, studied art history at school We never talked about Jean-Claude, you know, who is his wife. And they were inseparable, like, from the get-go, from, you know, 1958, which is crazy. But I love that she's now being acknowledged as, you know, his partner in crime, basically, Mm -hmm. as they created together these incredible installations, artworks that go up and come down. But in the meantime, sometimes it's just days, right?
3: Yeah, that yeah. they're up. So yeah, sometimes they 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 stay for actually for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And and you know people experience that. It's about the scale. It can be like as big as a building, as big as a mountain, as big yeah. as you know. <laughs> you know, I, I love you know what he did um, in Italy with with uh, like on the water.
3: Yes, the bridge. He, the he bridge. Yeah. You know,
1: and the pathways, and people got to walk on water.
3: It's amazing. It's yeah.
1: just it's phenomenal. It is phenomenal stuff. So I mean. This is kind of the point of inspiration, I guess, you know, for this award. Um, And I want to come to your artwork or art installation that you guys have come together and put together, which has become the winning submission. So take me back a little bit. I want to talk to each of you. Uh, Let's start with you, Ibrahim, in terms of like, you know, uh, art and design uh, you actually all come from different departments at the American University of Sharjah, which is interesting. But for you, like w- you're in, in architecture. Yes. What is it about art and architecture that really l- inspires you? Why? How did you get to this point is, I guess, my question.
4: Well, uh, like uh, what I would say, like uh, for me, like basically for art and architecture, what I really like about that, it's like the basically the experience or like what we offer to people, basically. Mm. Or like how the people feel while they're inside the building, or basically the experience they feel, and uh, yeah, and that's how we all like started, like meeting with Omar and Falwa. So, uh, so working on this competition, basically we we started with uh, a concept, and uh, with that concept, we wanted to bring actually something that's uh, relatable to the culture over here, something that when people say it or like or read about it. Like actually, they feel like they understand it. It's not only a piece of art that stands that nobody can understand. Yes. And it started by we getting a concept that's cultural, which was the Layala dance, and uh, from that we started uh, rationalizing it basically and started uh, building our like designing into the concept mm-hmm. to get what we have in the end, like which is the mm-hmm. art piece. So
1: you know, obviously, uh, art installations. It's very similar to architecture, isn't it? In terms of, you know, you have to be in the space, you have to experience the space. And that experience is what transforms your thinking, what exactly. changes who you are. Filippo, um, tell me a bit about you, and um, you actually study uh, visual communication. Yeah, visual communication. Visual communication. And I- in terms of you know coming to an art installation like this, what you know, what does that mean for you? Art and and design and
2: visual communication as well for you. Okay, so um, my major specifically, it kind of everything falls under under it anything mm-hmm. that is visual uh, it's about the idea of uh, communicating anything simply to people um, so doing an installation, doing something that is 3D or 2D, print media anything falls under visual communication so um, yeah, I'm interested in multiple fields uh, so what came to this installation is that um, the visual ap- uh, aspect of it, it's kind of an abstract thing. It's um, like we all came up with the concept together, but when it came to the design, um, uh, we kind of all had our ideas uh, and together, like n- it wasn't on just one specific person. or Right, their right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. It, you know, it, Ahmad, you're in architecture as well. Yeah. Um, so for you, in terms of, um, you know, coming up with this, t- talk to us about how you all came up with this concept.
3: Okay, so actually, I will just go a little bit back. Uh, so actually, t- how it started was me and Filwa. We were just sitting one day, and we were just talking about, oh, we should go and apply for this competition. Since uh, in the previous years, uh, many of AUS students won this award, right? So um, we started just talking about it in general, and then we were just uh, throwing out ideas uh, here and there. Uh, and then, s- like very early on, we realized that actually we need a third person on the team. Like we. We'll not going to be enough to like two people just uh, throwing balls at each other. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what then we can what c- was
1: the brief like in the beginning? Was it just you know to come up with a, a, an uh, art art artwork or a concept that you know related back to Emirati culture or
2: so? No, actually, it's no. Uh, this year uh, the brief was really open and. Um, It was across all medias, it could be a video installation, photography, music, uh, whatever form of art that you would like to uh, submit. Um, So no, they did not have a specific theme, they only mentioned that the artwork could Be inspired by the um, work ethic or work style of uh, Christo and Jean Claude. Mm. So, yeah, that was that it. Is so interesting. Yeah they, was so
1: open. Yeah, yeah,
3: they
2: didn't put any limitations on it.
1: Okay, so you guys must have been going back and forth <laughs> with a million ideas. Yeah, exactly.
3: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but thankfully, for our uh, mentor Juan, he, he okay. actually helped us uh, down, helped mm. us put down ideas on paper right and then just limit us because once you have limitations that it just helps you a bit more to figure out things
1: exactly you've got to edit the ideas down mm-hmm. and so you brought in Ibrahim as well yeah. into all of this um, I'm going to come back in just a moment with uh, all of you and talk about how you came up with Scylla and how this idea came to fruition. It hasn't been created yet, which is even more exciting that you guys are (laughs) in the process of figuring out how to put together uh, this art installation, which will be on display in November. But more to come with uh, this dynamic trio right (laughs) after this on Life Beats on Pulse 95.
0: You're listening to Pulse
2: 95. (laughs) 95, 95.
0: Yeah. Keeping it local, all day, every day. Life beats. Life beats with Sally Musa only on Pulse ninety five. Ninety five. We are back
1: with the three Aus students who have won this year's uh, Christo and Jean Claude Award for Art uh, from NYU Abu Dhabi. Uh, we have with us in the studio Falwa Ibrahim, Abdul Latif and. Uh, yes, Falwa, Al Abdul and Omar they are all here, uh, talking about their winning artwork as well. So, it's—it's it's called Silla. Okay. So, tell, talk, talk me through this amazing artwork um, that you have here. You've called it Silla. It's an Arabic term that translates into link or connection. Where does that come from? So, talk us through the artwork.
2: Um, okay, so starting off with our concept, um, we wanted to relate it, to, uh, to, relate it to, the UA, the, to the culture of the UAE, but we wanted to take another aspect of the culture, and we chose folkloric dances. And since uh, the GCC in general, they have a very similar style in dance and music uh, because of uh, their region. But um, when we looked at all of the dances that are happening in the UAE, we thought Al-Ayala was the main one and all other dances kind of stem through from it Mm -hmm. in a way and not all of them, not to generalize, but uh, it is the base dance. Um, So yeah, that's why we chose Al-Ayala in specific.
1: And then you decided, you thought
2: uh, this has only got to be,
1: you know, an art installation. It could have been anything. Like you said, um, there was no specific uh, brief for what the medium was going to be. So, what was it about an
2: art installation that made you think this is this is the medium that we want to go with? Uh, well, we kind of wanted to create an experience that the audience could uh, walk through and feel the dance instead of looking at a photograph or a video or. Um, they we wanted them to engage in it fully because the dance itself it's very engaging it's very welcoming it shows you the culture the history the unity of the people and it invites you and and that's what we wanted to portray through our installation
1: i love that and uh, the two of you in fact Rammar and um Falwa, you're both from uh, saudi arabia yeah which yeah. you know has very similar dance and culture as well mm-hmm. so did that come into play for you
2: I think in the beginning, yes, um, especially in Saudi, there's a lot of different types of uh, dances depending on the region. Uh, like if you're from the north or the south, or uh, it's very different. Uh, even in the colors, the the music, the drums. Um, so yeah, our culture is really influenced a lot by dance, mm. but. The, the reason we wanted to highlight this dance is because when people look at the culture of the GCC or Saudi or UAE, dance is not the first thing that comes to mind. And that's why we wanted to highlight it. I love that. I
1: love that. But then again, you know, dance is part of every single culture yeah, as well. Exactly. So, and it, and it comes back to that whole idea of unity that mm-hmm. I think, you know, was coming through the work as well. Ibrahim, you being from Egypt as well, um, you know, y- your thoughts are on how all of this came together and the ideas behind the artwork? Um,
4: So basically, as I said, like when we started doing this, so the, when basically we started talking about the concept itself or the dance itself, Mm. like, or why we're choosing this dance, uh, because like, um, as fellow said, like it's different and uh, like, uh, it's like the way they do it or like how the dance is made, it's really different from many different, like other dances. And uh, so, and it was also challenging how to take this dance and to translate it into something ar- like architecture or art or design, or like how can we make the people feel the same experience wha- in the installation that they can like feel in the dance itself.
1: And so, how did you do that? Let's talk about, you know, what the actual work looks like and and how that came to be.
3: So the actual work is would define it as freezing a moment within the dance so uh hopefully when you guys look at it in november you will get uh, a sense of feeling where if you go to our uh the louvre or Sharjah art biennale you would you would see that at the opening ceremonies they're doing this ayala dance right so we took a moment from within that dance and froze it and that's what we are show, showcasing at the at the at the opening um and it, it has a sense of rhythm uh it's d- it's dynamic in the sense that it's uh, it has a an optical illusion to it too so uh it's not that static as uh, th- someone would think of uh, of a you're art gonna, piece yeah right?
1: you're gonna have to describe it to us because <laughs> it hasn't been created yet no um you, w- we haven't seen it so so talk us through it exactly what it what you're hoping it will look like
3: so like in Nayala dance, uh, in general, they, they are dancers standing in two rows in front of each other, uh, uh, mirroring each other, and then they're dancing. So it, in, in Ayala, actually, the main idea behind it is they're challenging each other. Uh, so the first row is challenging the other row through dance, and then the, uh, the, the second row uh, responds to them, right? So... What we did is, it's very similar to how the dance looks like, so it's actually, uh, uh, the art piece is actually created in two rows, Uh, they're about 2.4 meters uh, high, Mm -hmm. and uh, it goes in length of uh, 10 meters, so you can actually, so. Uh, you can actually walk through it and experience as your part of the dance. Beautiful. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I love that. What are the materials that you, you're using to put all of this together?
3: So we're in general, we're using uh, plywood uh, to represent the, the dancers mm-hmm. uh, and to hold them down as uh, a steel base that actually uh, not only works as a structural uh, element, but also creates a unity Uh, between them right so they they show that they're okay they're part they're part of this one clan or one tribe because that's how the 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 Ayala dance started it was a uh, respondings of uh, uh, clans or tribes to each other and a uh, in a dance manner yeah. Amazing.
1: Amazing. I love that. And so, uh, you know, in terms of kind of putting it together now, because you, you guys are working towards November and having it ready for, you know, the, the exhibition and the unveiling. Um, what are the kind of challenges that you have in, in putting something together like that?
4: Um, I guess time. Time is uh, a <laughs> like uh, a really big challenge for us because uh, we are seniors. We are graduating soon. Oh, busy, busy students! Yeah, <laughs> and uh, Omar and Falu from Saudi, so they might want they might want to go back to Saudi again. Mm-hmm. So we are actually rushing it to finish it, or like, or at least um, do as much as prototyping as we can of how the finishes or like or how it's gonna actually look like when we try it or test it or the materials and the colors. So, that's what we're doing at the moment so we are actually working on it mm-hmm. we are doing a couple of prototypes with different finishes or different colors or how it's gonna look like and uh, hopefully after that if we goes perfectly we're gonna start working for the final thing towards the summer yeah I love that yeah yes and adding on that like we we're, we're busy like meeting
3: with the fabricators uh, figuring out uh, the problems that we are facing uh with material, the finishings, as Ibrahim said, uh, thanks to our mentor Juan, he's been helping us a lot with this. Uh, and people from A D there we have been in contact with them. Uh, the, uh, we share our problems with them, and their fabrication team, their technical team, are helping us a lot with that. Yeah.
1: I want to come back in in just a moment after the half-fast headlines and and ask you a bit more about you know how Juan helped you to make this idea kind of come to life um and uh, what's next for you as well and and in terms of the competition itself the judging the judges you had some incredible judges on this panel so there's a lot to talk about yet all of that and more is coming up here on life beats on pulse 95
0: this is pulse 95 Pulse 95. Life Beats. Life Beats. With Sally Musa Only on Pulse 95. 95.
1: You are back <laughs> with us uh, on the Life Beats as we talk to the three winners of the Christo and Jean-Claude Award for 2019. Falwa Al-Huti, Ibrahim Abdul-Latif and Omar Al-Rai. They are here talking about their winning entry. The incredible thing is, as I've just discovered in talking to you. I mean, we've been saying this from the get-go, but I think there's something in the water at AUS. I tell you what, (laughs) uh, because uh, for this prestigious award, incredibly prestigious award, um, you guys are all from the American University of Sharjah, um, but there were five uh, designs which were shortlisted or five submissions which were shortlisted for this award. Four of them, Omar, came from AUS? Exactly,
3: yeah. That's yeah. crazy. And this is amazing. The waiting room—it was uh, more of a uh, get-together of AUS students. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you yeah, yeah. we all did, were just having a little party, kind exactly. of. Uh, did you kind of like brief each other and go, "They're going to ask you this. They're going to talk to you Yeah, we did. We, we, d-
3: we helped each other a lot even beforehand, before wow. even the f- submission, and we were talking to each other and even previous winners actually. Uh, gave us few tips here and there amazing
1: yeah. amazing so uh, for this year's selection committee it's quite prestigious uh, so it included the founder of ADMAF uh, Huda Abrahim al-Khamis NYU Abu Dhabi uh, Provst. Provost uh, Fabio Piano, director of Abu Dhabi Art Dial, Seba artist Azza Al Qasibi, and guest juror Claudia Cellini, the co-founder of the Third Line Gallery, as well. Yeah, but you guys are telling me that you had like twenty. How many people were on the judging panel?
4: Yeah, I would say there were like you or were in like a big room yeah it big. was a big a big hall actually and like we even said like we had people like uh, video calling with us too like some of the judges were like video calling because they weren't be able like to be over there at the moment
1: judges who were video calling who was yeah. video calling through
4: um, I can't actually. I can't remember anything. their names, so yeah, yeah.
3: yeah, but
1: you had you had people from Christo's office as well. Yeah,
4: yeah. yeah. We had
3: from Christo's office. We had uh, people from the, the technical team, uh, the security team, uh, people, th- the media team, all together. Right. So th- everyone had their own concerns mm. th- throughout this project. So how they were trying to anticipate how will this project go. Yeah. Right. So they they had so. Not only the judges had influence on the the, uh, uh, the award-winning uh, submission, but al- also these other small teams that actually create um, try to avoid problems in the in the future, right? So that they try to uh, help out too at the same time, yeah.
1: What is it about the American University of Sharjah? Um, You know, uh, I did joke and say that there's something in the water, but I think it's something bigger than that. Of course, His Highness uh, Dr. Sheikh Sultan, he established the university, wanting it to be, you know, a place of learning that produces world-renowned talent, which we're seeing with you guys, we're seeing time and time again. But I want to hear from the three of you, you know, what do you think uh, it is, Falwa, let's start with you. What do you think it is about your experience at AUS that helps you
2: to achieve
1: what you're doing?
2: Uh, Well, honestly, with my experience in AUS, the thing that motivated me the most was the faculty and the mentors that I have throughout the past four years that I've been studying there. Uh, they're incredibly amazing they uh, push you as much as they can they are very dedicated to their job and they don't take it as a job it's more of a lifestyle to them they want to help you as much as possible they want to give you as much as possible they want you to reach to wherever you set your mind to and um, in any in any direction, uh, uh, wherever they see you have an interest in something, they would go, even if it's not according to the course they're teaching or whatever, they would uh, be supportive in any way. Uh, So that's what uh, motivated me the most, and that's what I think makes uh, AOS very special, uh, if I can say, uh, is, uh, yeah, the faculty that's in it. Ibrahim.
4: Yeah, like uh, adding to the faculty, of course, I would say like the facilities or like the, the amount of facilities that we have in the university itself. Like for example, for architecture students, like we, we have laser cutters, we have 3D printers, we have the wood shop, we have the metal shop. We, like the number of facilities that we have uh, are, like are, un- are uncountable basically. We do a lot of work that uh, in the facilities or like basically, or the wood shop or the workshops that helps us a lot to uh, test materials, to uh, experiment basically, to do a lot of experiments. All of that, like, uh, it helps.
1: You, yeah, uh, you've got you know a lot of uh, delegations that come to you. You've <laughs> got professors that come from Barcelona, that come uh, you know from all over the world, and they come and see your facilities. What do they say?
3: Oh, they they are they're amazed. You know, they they always they come and they t- they tell us uh, you guys are. Too lucky to know that what you guys are gonna miss on later on, because once we graduate from here and we want to go and do masters uh, uh, in Western countries, uh, we won't be uh, able to have these type of facilities.
1: You've got it all here. We got it all here at AUS. At that's crazy. You were telling me as well that, Falwad you know, in terms of professors, um, you know, they stay with you. Like you were telling me, some of them stay stay with you until midnight when you've got, you know, your finals and everything's. Just coming to a head, you know, as we know, yeah. when you're a student and you're just trying to produce, you know, that, that final work that is just going to be, you know, all of your uh, experience together, mm. it can be quite stressful, can't it?
2: <laughs> but they're there. definitely. Yeah, they're always there. Uh, um, even if they're not there physically, you can always uh, reach them, uh, which is something great. And I don't think it's something that you can find anywhere easily. So, yeah.
1: And in terms of uh, uh, Juan, who who we've been talking about, who's been your mentor on this particular project, um, tell us about how he helped you to kind of formulate the idea and to bring it to life.
3: So uh, our professor, Juan, uh, he wasn't only like um, helping us with this project. He was, he's not more of a, he, sorry, (laughs) (laughs) He, he did not only help us, but he mentored us in a way that he taught us how to actually design for a competition, right? Mm. So, and he wasn't uh, pushing his ideas onto us. He was paving a way for us w- for whatever we wanted to do. So that was actually very great uh, of Professor Juan, uh, and he's... And he's been uh, back and forth with us, even though he was traveling in his break time, uh, whenever he could come. And he could actually—he ha- helped us physically do stuff. Uh, he's been going all around with us here and there. Uh, so we are very grateful for, for Professor Juan. Actually, amazing, yeah.
1: amazing. I mean, a, and that's what you know—a great mentor does. They never tell you what to do. They just kind of say, you know, how about you explore this? How about you kind of go in this direction? See what happens there. Um, and let you find your own way, don't they? Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, it's amazing. It is fantastic. And I cannot wait for this artwork. Um, but we are going to come back in just a moment uh, with our students, Farwa Ibrahim, and Omar, and uh, talk a bit more about uh, what winning this award is what it means to them and what it's going to do for them moving forward. That's all coming up right here on the Life Beats on Pulse 95.
0: Pulse 95. You're listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. It's Pulse 95. Life Beats Life Beats With Sally Moussa Only on Pulse 95. 95
1: And we are with the winners of the Christo and Jean-Claude Award for 2019 uh, And uh, they have been talking to us about their winning submission, Sulla, um, Which will be unveiled at NYU Abu Dhabi in November And then touring all over the UAE $10,000 is So this is to complete the installation Is that enough money? To, to do it
4: well in the beginning of basically the first submission you submit for the competition like you should always submit a budget plan with it yes so yeah everything basically you need to count for it has for to it. be within that yeah within the plan for basically. sure so from the beginning like we started okay when we started thinking of the material of course stuff changed later on but yeah like in the beginning yeah when you're like okay we're gonna use wood okay let's see what type of wood how much it's gonna calculate okay do we need Amazing. how much extra do we need all of this stuff yeah we need to calculate it first to to make sure like it's within the budget itself
1: okay so um now this is uh, going to be put out there you guys have won the competition but that uh, something that you want to do Ibrahim is actually to to enter more competitions as well um but, you know after you graduate and beyond this particular competition is there a secret to winning competitions like this what do you need to be kind of mindful of how do you produce and award-winning, competition-winning design. Because, um, and as well, Omar, you've entered before for this particular exactly, competition too. Yeah. So what did you learn the first time that then you were able to apply here?
3: So I would say the m- the main thing that actually changed mm. uh, that this time we submitted is actually a proof of that we can actually build it. So you have to give a, a sense of... Uh, willingness and the knowledge that you can actually go through this so not only the design and then sometimes things uh, on paper or renderings or pictures they d- might look appealing mm. but not uh, cannot be actually uh, m- made into something tangible mm. so uh that was one of the things that actually i believe uh attracted the the judges to towards our submission
1: because they knew that you knew your
3: stuff Exactly. Yeah. So, so you have to be confident. You have to show them uh, uh, that you, you are, uh, you have enough knowledge and uh, plus uh, we are three, right? So they have more confidence that knowing that, okay, if someone is not can is traveling or is not available, th- there are other two to take on the project. It's going to so be pulled off. Exactly. It is exactly. going to happen
1: yeah. in November. We it's are so going. excited. Oh Inshallah. my gosh. Okay. Inshallah. So what's next? For the three of you, you're all seniors, you're going to be graduating, inshallah. Um, so, Faluwa, let's start with
2: you. What do you want to see happen from now? Uh, from now? Well, after I graduate, mm-hmm. hopefully I'm planning to go back to Saudi and settle there. Uh, but I also always want to be part of the international scene in design. So that's why I'm always uh, looking either for competitions, uh, conferences, things where I can showcase uh, the diversity of my work or I can go and actually learn from other people and workshops and stuff because I feel like, especially in design, it's always uh, changing, it's always evolving and you always need to be part of this cycle uh, yes. that is going around. Yes,
1: yes. Who inspires you at the moment that you think, oh, I'd, I'd love to work with this person or, you know, I'd love to go and explore this city
2: or what inspires you at the moment? Uh, tough question. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't. I don't know. I'm inspired by a lot of people, but um, for me specifically, uh, my passion in design falls within the realms of typography, and uh, let's say specifically Arabic typography because it's not. Um, it's not greatly. Uh, dealt with especially in the middle east and i feel like um we need more of that absolutely and uh, it is my passion so it's something that i'd like to follow uh so someone that i aspire to i would say maybe uh tarik or pascal zoghbi they're kind of uh, masters of tarik yeah exactly
1: love it i love it so much
3: So uh, after I graduate, I'm planning to go uh, around to, uh, uh, around the world, hopefully get some experience from uh, different firms, different places. Uh, hopefully do get my master's uh, in uh, product design, actually.
4: Very cool. Yeah, and love
3: then come that. back to Saudi and uh, hopefully open my own uh, firm or a small studio.
1: I love that. You're yeah. taking all your talents back to Saudi, which is just exploding right now with amazing amazing projects and talent you know we're seeing you know what saudi is capable of which is so exciting there's so much to
3: come yeah uh, and we're excited also you know uh it's just a great place for a young talent to start at yes there's not much competition at the moment uh there's it's a just an untapped market at the moment mm. so uh, i think that it's just uh
4: It's open doors for us already, you know?
1: (laughs) Incredible, (laughs) incredible. And Ibrahim?
4: So yeah, after graduation, actually um, I will try to do more of these competitions. Like uh, I actually like this, I like working on this. It's, uh, I would say it's easier than sitting in an office and do (laughs) a lot of much work over there.
1: You like the creative pressure of working towards a deadline and a competition?
4: Yeah, you can say that. That's I like that more than in just sitting in an office with the, you know someone like bossing me around. Oh, <laughs> do this or do that. Of <laughs> course, yes. like I'm gonna be bossed in the end of the day, but <laughs> You, know, <laughs> you know. could just
1: start your own firm. You know, well, become your own boss and just course, do what you want.
4: Of course, uh. yeah. So uh, that's what I'm trying to do. As like you know, just doing some nice. missions for a competi- small competitions. I, I would it. say, like uh, I
1: love it. Well, y- you heard about the Rafah Charter Prize that is currently happening. Maybe we see you designing the Burjil Museum of Modern Arab Art. Who knows? You know, <laughs> all of that. <laughs> There's so much that's open out there. Uh, but I want to thank the three of you. Falwa, al Ibrahim, Abdul Latif, and Omar Al rai Thank you all so much. And again, thank you, thank alf mabrook. Well, really thank things. you for thank having us. You, us. Thank you. Thank you so much. More to come in the next hour on Life Beats uh, because from one award to another, the James Dyson Award is back. We're going to be hearing from the UAE winners and global runners-up from Sharjah. Plus, Kedimat Foundation is donating thousands of books in Italy and Jordan. More to come on Life Beats on Pulse ninety-five.
2: This is Pulse ninety-five. Tune in live every weekday from 10 a.m.